Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family. Welcome. It's week 175. I'm Aaron Mack, and the song that's... We're, we're going to do something a little different with the song thing now. We're doing old school song and new school song. But we're actually... Uh, well, I'm going to do it new school song, then old school song. So my new school song is by... And of course, I, I know we represent her every single or well, I represent her often because like her Renaissance album is superb in my opinion and um I love her song I'm that girl particularly when she says don't need drugs for that freak ish and I particularly like that and I remember I I, I think it's important because a, a lot of times people will use or feel that they need drugs to enhance the sexual activity, and they don't. You don't. All right? And um, I, I remember this guy. Um, he was actually a porn director that I met in my thought sexual exploration days, <laughs> looking for love in all the wrong hotel rooms, in his case. Well, in all the wrong bedrooms. In this case, it was a hotel room. And um, I remember he asked me if he could blindfold me and feed me fruit. And me being a gullible 19-year-old, I was like, sure, go ahead and do it. And he blindfolded me and fed me fruit that was drugged. And um, I was, I need to take this off the screen. I was really wild with him like I, I i did i i was my freakiest with him but you know at the end of the day sex with me is mediocre so i i guess it wasn't good enough because i i think that he was testing me for his porn and without my knowledge without my knowing because i was thinking that i was meeting him because we were gonna fall in love and be together because i was always looking for love in all the wrong bedrooms anyway my older song is Shirley Murdoch's I Still Love You. And I, that song connects with me because through my working to improve, improving, I, I, I say, I still love you. Because I realize there are times that I can feel like you should not improve. You do not have a right to improve, so you shouldn't love yourself because of that, if, if you do. And it's similar to, honestly, one of my mental health counts, my former mental health counselor, she told me when I was talking about the fact that when I befriend somebody, I will sometimes think about if I did X, Y, Z, that would make that person hate me. That's a guaranteed thing to do to make them hate me. And um, I asked her, I was like, why do I even think about that kind of stuff? And she said, that's because you don't feel you deserve friends. And I was like, wow. Oh, okay. And she said that she had another client who did the same thing. So I was like, I'm not alone, but we, we just need to 
change our thinking. Anyway, I still love you talking about me. I still love you through it all. Yes. Basic complexity. Kevin, you got a haircut and you're wearing a hat. All right, mister. I see you. I think you're on mute though, friend. And you were right. Um, all right. So does it matter newer or older song first? Whatever. Okay. Then actually I'll say the newer song and I really don't have much to say about it, but I do like it. Newer song being Plan B by making the stallion. <laughs> and a new song with an old school vibe. Yeah. So what well, it's crazy to say it nowadays, but older song because it didn't seem older then was um Rock the Boat by the late Lee. And I with that song in particular, I remember getting into a disagreement with some dude about it. And I was saying that it was a low-key sexual song, which it was. And he wanted to argue me down about it. Huh. All right now. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I just told him, I was like, I pause for a second, listen to the lyrics that says everything. <laughs> yeah. People will just listen to beats and love the beats. But I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to cut you off. No, I agree with you. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, fully take in any song, in particular in the 90s. Because the 90s was really low-key sexual. All of it was, honestly, like going all the way back. I mean, for crying out loud, um, I, I, I don't want to get his name wrong because I, I feel like I'm being so disrespectful. But um, w w when he was, when, when people talk about stuff like, yeah, my water's rising, they're talking about their dick. Yeah, my <laughs> dick rising, you know, but you have my water, like, and people were talking about that in the 80s. Sexual heal well, sexual healing was about Actually, they as far as I know, that goes back to the 70s. Sexual healing? <laughs> I thought sexual healing was the 80s. I'm sorry. Sexual healing is the 70s? Well, no, I, I was just saying talking about sex in general. You know, um, <laughs> There are other songs, and, and I always feel on the fence about should I reveal this? I might have said it before, so maybe I should just say it again. I, I oh, okay. Aretha Franklin's song R E S P E C T Respect yeah. is actually one of those low-key sex songs because respect, and one of my ex-boyfriends actually told me about this. 
you know, because I I, I, I sometimes date him a little older. And um, well, he, he, he wasn't even 10 years older than me, but he was like a 76 baby. And um, he, he was telling me about how back in the day, people would say, I, I want you to respect me. You need to respect me. And that's their way of saying, I want you to go in and F me. And that, that, that was actually uh, the, the phrase, you know? And that's why if you listen to the lyrics, just like you talk about the other guy listening to the lyrics of Rock the Boat, if you listen to the lyrics, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, take care, T-C-B, take care of business. Mm-hmm. That's what she's talking about. <laughs> but no, no disrespect to the queen because she is no, of course it, uh-huh. here. And, and there's nothing wrong with singing about sex stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I think at this point, we, we've kind of just gone way Ooh, overboard. Um, yes. Not way overboard, like, oh, we're so graphic, it's so disgusting. But it's it's just like, we, we're pushing the bar of sex, and that's like the only thing that people are allowed to creatively push anymore. Because that's the only thing that the music business says will generate money to push the bar on sex. So that's why everybody pushes the bar on sex, nothing else. And that is so not true. The music industry won't allow us to see. Numerous songs that were not talking about sex that did very well. And I don't think she was singing about sex. Um, with Tony Braxton in the song "Unbreak My Heart." Yeah, yeah well, I don't uh, recall that being about sex. Yeah, the, 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 that was a huge mega hit, and, and you remember right. the music video. You know, like it, it was her and her boyfriend like went out on a motorcycle. Like I I used to always be like so scared, like, oh my, I don't want a boyfriend to ride a motorcycle. I would be so scared, you know? But at at that same time, at that same time, Celine Dion had the video for- um, I know what you talking about. Yes. I forget. Nights and empty rooms. Forever. Then you were history with the slamming of the door, and I put myself so strong and so I, I, I'm, I'm gonna drive myself crazy if I don't get it. Um, all coming back to me now. All coming back to me now. Yes. Was the song that she also had her love interest die in a motorcycle accident yeah and both and like, videos, that was in the same time frame it was in the same time frame yeah. see millennials represent <laughs> all right yes older millennials we, we, we better go back that far in, in, anyway anyway but um oh crap that's what i oh okay sorry so um let, let's go through the topics for this week we start off with oh Part of the Homo's Tea segment is the Great Tea Dialogue 175, and it's coming from at 
just underscore a underscore mermaid underscore princess and at raz b underscore b2k and at leanne amazing 206 and that's l-i-a-n-n-a-m-a-z-i-n-g 206 and the second part of the homos t section today is coming from amanda seals and then we go into the homos talk show part which is starting with another T he wants for real. T he wants FR, 175. And uh, the last topic is coming from at I am Bonte. I'm Bonte. I am B-O-N-T-E-E. Now, are we ready to get this show on the road, basic complexity? Yeah, let's go for it. 175. The Great Tea Dialogue 175, and it's coming from at just underscore a underscore mermaid underscore princess, and at Raz B underscore B2K, and at Leanne Amazing 206, and that's L I A N N A M A Z I N G 206.
Now that was Hallie Bailey, who was singing her butt off to part of your world from her upcoming live performance of The Little Mermaid and bought me to love. Yeah, and I loved how she had her diction and her approach to the song because it, it reminded me of like the music theater majors in, in college. And um, I was like, it, it just took me back to H. Howard University, yes. And um, I, I, while I've not heard Halle Bailey's full version of that song, Part of Your World, yet, I played that clip from Paula Queiros, um, who, who was the woman singing on Broadway with the, uh, it, it's amazing how, Broadway people are just amazing. It's amazing how she did all of those vocals while skating, because she was skating around. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I I didn't even start the timer, but I, I'll, I'll be finished in a second. But um, uh, first listen, yeah. As far as Rasby, he's my former pretend husband. Um, <laughs> listen. I, I feel that that does fit his raspy voice singing in that range and, and um, because that's where the name Rasby comes from because he's like, because I have a raspy voice. But yeah, like like he has that deep voice and I, I feel that that's really in his range. It, it, it's a good song for that. Um, yeah. And also I wanted to say Rasby is an outstanding dancer because I be thirst watching his Instagram and watching his <laughs> And um, he really is an outstanding dancer. Lee, um, in closing, Leanne Amazing is amazing, dynamic vocals, and she's an instrumentalist. And I fell in love with her performance on the Day 26 concert. And um, I love the message about 
people, myself included, should not hold on to your gift because you have to let it out so people can see it. Because I know sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to um, let it out because I don't want it to be stolen. But if it never makes see the light of day, how do you, if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, did it fall? You know, anyway, uh, basic complexity, I, I am sorry. And I will give, I'll start a timer for you. No, I'm kidding. But I, I, I will start the timer now. I'm sorry. But go ahead. Go, go on. Uh, in regards to the little mermaid, um, in all honesty, um, I was never in the best. I was never interested in the live version. I was just found with the uh, animated version. But that version she sings on, that's not bad at all. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, I have wrote down, I was was really never interested in a live version of the Little Mermaid, but um, seriously, I will watch it. I was sorry, the young woman playing Earl, and we already said who that is. She could definitely sing. So yeah, I'm. Um, I'm all for it. Damn me to do that. Rasby. <laughs> Rasby. All right. Because I definitely had some things to say regards to him. Um, All right. Oh, all right. So in reverse uh, race B, once again, um, in all honesty, um, I, I've always said that definitely in the past, I had a huge crush on verse B. And I was thinking, mm, okay, that's, that's a kid, like a pedophile, which is not true at all. He is, well, in regards to me personally, he's like a year and a half younger. So not bad. And all right, for the record, and sorry, Aaron, but I'm just making a point. It was uh, your birthday. He's almost, almost exactly two years younger than you. Yeah, he's two years and, oops, sorry. No. Oh, oh, oh okay, that, that's time. Yeah, um, he's two years and, and three days, and um, I, I know we're cutting your the an amazing um short 
but you, you did say that you love her and she's amazing. She's an amazing, yeah. she's an amazing vocalist and she is an instrumentalist too. Anyway, all right, moving on to the next topic. Oh, did you want a one minute? No. no. Okay, cool. Oh, did you? No. Okay, cool. Now this is going from Amanda Seals. And 16 and 17 year olds are mature enough to decide to get married, but they're not mature enough to be taught about contraception in school. And they're not mature enough to receive contraception on their parents' health plan. And they're not mature enough to get contraception from the health department, but they are mature enough to get married? Is that what you're saying? Well, it's a fair question, and I'm happy to answer it. I think my position when this has come up before is um, if a 16 or 17 year old, uh, certainly if they have their parental consent and, and they wish to get married and their parents approve it, then um, correct, I don't have a problem with that. But you just moved to table a bill that required parental consent to get birth control pills on the parents' health plan. Where's the logic? Well, the logic is I believe sex belongs within marriage because sex leads to children and children needs parents. And so I'm not in favor of the state paying for contraceptives for unmarried children. Uh, I don't think that's a good policy. I think Children come from sex, and, and children need... So, after hearing this, I can honestly say that the, just by our face alone, um, I completely understand, completely agree with her. Um, it, she didn't have to say anything. Her looks said everything. Um, and she didn't have to say a word. I knew exactly how she felt. Um, I find it funny how one complains about a 17-year-old, um, they want, I'm sorry. But a 17-year-old and the concerns when it comes to sex, but no one seems to have that same, I guess, issue when it comes to someone 17 putting them in the army. And that is definitely true. Because when... I was 17. The army tried to get me. I thought that you were safe until you were 18. Not 100% true. It's a minor, um, at least 17. They could still harass you to no end. 
and because I graduated high school in 2001 and after the um, attack on the World Trade Center, yeah, they were harassing me like no one's business. And I wasn't even ready at that age. I knew what was... <laughs> Bless you. Um, what was later, I seriously considered it, and it would have been my defense, but they kind of struck that down. I was going <laughs> to... I was mm, harassed about being in the army. I could easily, or at the time, I could have easily gotten out of it. Okay, all right. So, I, and if you have anything else to say for the one minute, that's cool. <laughs> I, I, I will first say, your perspective on like you you bring up the army thing uh well you brought it up last week as well it's like oh my gosh you, you must really take issue but oh i need to start the timer <laughs> but I, i'm like but maybe it's that the recruit because now as as you're saying it more i'm like okay so like how often do recruiters really harass people like that and i'm like you know what i bet it's just that the recruiter like thought you were handsome or something and <laughs> were just trying to like get up in your face. And that's just how they always, hey, Kevin, did you think about joining the army? Did, did you think about coming with me to our picnic or, or you know, what, whatever. Anyway, but um, my answer to the thing, I'll say red, blue color does not matter. Nonsense is nonsense. And yes, so, social media does take people out of context and loves to take people in little clips and stuff. And I get that. And I said I would give him the benefit of the doubt. But it's, it's so interesting because listening to the video, even like just now, I was like, you know what? I don't agree with what he's saying, but he wasn't quite saying the nonsense that I, I initially thought he was just like saying word soup like just throwing words out there, but I, I follow his logic. I just don't agree. I don't agree with it, but I, I, I understand what he was saying. It wasn't just word soup. Um, Brad Huto, the uh, South Carolina Democrat, he makes sense. He makes sense. And um, not sexing women, yeah. Okay, yeah, as far as sex ed, in school, for me, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not sexing women, so it's just irrelevant to me. But, you know, um, I, I do feel that the next hurdle is LGBT sex education in school. Mm -hmm. Sorry, opponents, because I know that um, shortly after, because even the, by default, even the best most well-meaning, affirming, heterosexual parents just don't know the ins and outs of gay sex. Yep. And 
I'm a strong proponent for sex ed for the kids in school who are growing up, the, the young adults, I'll say. Not, not, of course, you're not going to. And, and that's what, what people will say. You know, they'd be like, kids should know it. You know, they're not kindergartners. They're not talking about sex ed for kindergartners. And I remember for myself, when the teacher taught us sex ed, and I was like, well, you know, I'm not having sex with women, so it's irrelevant. But shortly after that, like within two years, I entered my sexual exploration thought days in college <laughs> and I was, anyway, my time is, <laughs> you want a one minute? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. But yeah, basic complexity. I, I feel that that dude was a, that I, I'll take the one minute. <laughs> Uh, army recruiter was just trying to uh, spend spend some time with you, or, or just found you to be interesting. Not not even necessarily like sexually attracted to you, but just interested by your conversation, and and that's why he would talk to you a, a, a lot because he was just trying to uh, spend that time with you. He was interested in you. Not even necessarily sexually, romantically, but just interested in who you are. Just interested in basically. Actually, I wish it was a guy, but it was actually a woman. Oh, well, well, in that case, she definitely is. She <laughs> definitely wanted you. To, uh, okay, since, since you see, now it's all coming together. Yes, she wanted basic complexity. <laughs> Okay. A a anyway, but but yeah, yeah. She she wanted you, friend. But it, it, it's whatever. Uh, okay. Cool beans. We've gotten to the bottom of it. Now we understand why Kevin. Base, sorry. Why basic complexity? No, either name is cool. Basic complexity, aka Kevin, throws yeah. out so much uh, hate for the idea of being recruited. <laughs> now we understand why because you were. <laughs> by a cougar. A cougar was, no, I I, I don't know her age. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. All right. So let's move on. Ooh, are you ready for the next topic? Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. 175.